The growing calls across the nation to defund the police. To end policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on Sunday. This is Sunday. about the police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards danger when we run away from it. Cuts up, giddy up, welcome to the Failure to Stop podcast channel, the number one show where police meets society and culture today's show is brought to you by ghostbed.com forward slash wolfpack uh go and get you a go go and get you a ghost bed baby valentine's day is right around the corner we're gonna be talking a lot about valentine's day today not a lot about it but a little bit about it oh uh, it's one of the perfect gifts for that loved one it's a good night's sleep it's a gift that keeps giving and giving and giving when you have a good night's sleep you're not as grumpy when you're not as grumpy you want to have more sex when you want to have more sex you're more motivated to do chores you do more chores happier your life is it's just better all the way around you're a better first responder you're a better lover you're better everything with a good night's sleep get you a ghost bed pillow get you a cooling sheets get you the adjustable base get you all the things from ghost bed use that promo code wolfpack right now they're offering 35 percent off zero percent down zero percent financing and that's if you've got um ukraine credit <laughs> already yeah well we just got demonetized again can't stop won't stop this is failure to stop man we do four shows a week on this channel uh we got true crime tuesdays with andrea up late we got com center with drew breezy and jonathan bates every thursday we got the friday breakdowns baby and today my favorite show and that's last call it's giving you something else to talk about over the weekend other than dead babies and domestic violence this is the show that gives you all the information so that you don't sound like an asshole in front of a bunch of civilians all weekend long Talking about yut yut moto cop stuff. Them blue line, yut yut yut, them blue line. One time I pulled this guy over and I had crack on this guy. You know, leave it at a couple of funny stories and then switch it over. Switch it over. Be a little bit more well-rounded to that. Listen, everybody, every podcaster has a microphone, but not everybody with a microphone is a podcaster. This is true. How does that relate to anything I just said? I don't know. I don't know. It's, I'm speaking from the heart today. So we got a lot to come up in the news, man. We got some weird, odd news, some fun stuff to talk about and break down, uh, such as a man's penis that was found in a gas station parking lot uh, or Barbie doll that has scoliosis. Um, you know, we're going to touch on uh, polarizing bear mascots that doesn't have any pants on. Are they going to bring back the dodo bird and the willy mammoth? We can play Jurassic Park. So we didn't see how that played out in the last fucking four episodes of Jurassic Park. We're going to talk about it. A uh, couple of bizarre Valentine's Day gifts. But first and foremost, we're going to talk about Ukraine, America's war, baby. You know, I know this is America's war, Josh. Because we're paying for it. Well, yeah, 100 um, <laughs> percent. There are some people, right? There's some people from the left that I'm friends with, just hardcore lefties, right? I remember at time, I remember the discussion I had with them when they found out. Remember when uh, homeboy uh, urinated on a couple of fucking uh, terrorists, a couple of um, Taliban soldiers, maybe peed on and maybe stuck a knife in one of their necks while trying to provide some kind of medical. Abu Ghraib or after that? Uh, yeah, we can talk about Abu Ghraib too. Um, no, but the Navy SEAL guy. And they were going through the big trials. And I remember just people saying like how disgusting and how racist and, and just how bad. And, you know, we have no business being in that war. However, if you just even make up a story, let's just say you go up to that same guy 
And I did. I had a story on TikTok where they were uh, fucking with some of the Russian bodies. Same liberal dude that I swear to you I had this conversation with. His attitude was, good, fuck Russia. So what goes to say is that you're not anti-war. You're anti-America at war. And here we have a war that's 100% an American-funded war. This is an American war, baby. You think we just pulled out of Afghanistan in the middle of the summer and peak fighting season just because big government didn't want to play war anymore? Fuck no. They found a better opportunity to make more money on another place. And you're hook, line, and sinker on it. And when you think it's cool that Ukrainian soldiers can fuck with Russians, look, I don't care either way. I'm a war god, dude. I fucking love all things war. I mean, I don't love it, but like, I'm, I'm for it, dude. You fucking, I want the leash to be taken off of my soldiers, dude. I want my re- Marines to be the nastiest tomahawk, like scalping dudes. I, I love the movie Inglorious Bastards. I loved everything about the, the Inglorious Bastards. So I'm for, I'm 100% for all that stuff. Hearts and minds, I don't believe it's part of war. Fuck hearts and minds. That's not how you win wars. You win wars by attrition, dude. You win wars by killing lots of people and you do it really quickly. That's how you win a war. Okay. But what's funny to me is that all you anti-war folks out there, you anti-war leftists, when it comes to Iraq and Afghanistan and killing Taliban and, and maybe we called them names, right? Remember when you you called maybe you call them Haji or you called them uh, sand rats or something like that, and everybody got in a hoopla and they became racist dialogue, and you could not say it. It was almost like saying the N-word or the F-word. But you could say whatever you want about Russia. You could say whatever you want about Russia. And it just well, it was okay. Not, it was okay in the beginning. You're anti-American. That's what it is. At the end of the day, you just don't like it when America's doing American shit. Go ahead, Drew. Sorry, rant over. Yeah, like in the beginning, like I remember that's what we referred to them as. It was they were Hajis. Yeah. Can't it say was that Haji, you, you can't like towards the because my deployment was a three and a four, and towards the end of deployment that we got word out you can't we're not allowed to refer to them as Hajis anymore. They're local nationals or Something like that is what we had to refer to him as, right? Because we don't want we don't want anybody to have a warrior mindset to win a war. Because I mean, people making decisions have never been in war. You don't. Mm. They understand that when you go into war, like it's a battle, and at the end of like it's literally it's not a question of if it's life. It is life and death. You're going to war. You you're going to try to stay alive and kill the other enemy, and so they say, okay, we stop. Well, if they don't stop, then you still keep killing them and they keep trying to kill you and you go back and forth. And then 20 years later, we leave all the equipment and give it to Russia through <laughs> Taliban. <laughs> uh, you know, imagine if like, uh, imagine if one of these sports teams was leaving their locker room and they were like, let's go fuck some, let's go crush some cowgirls. And they're like, can't call them cowgirls, guys. They, they're cowboys. You have to call them, uh, you have to call them cowboys. You cannot uh, dehumanize the other team in any way, shape or form. Can't call That's them a bitch. I think Mike Tyson could summarize it. Everyone talks shit until they get hit in the face. Yeah. So you get punched in the mouth the first the first time you get hit in the face. Like you'll never forget it. I'll never forget it because you don't ever want it to happen again. But you'll the first time you get your bell rung, you'll never ever forget it. And even and when it's been a while since you got your bell rung, it's always a good been, wake up call. It's a good reminder, you know, because it, it puts you in that mindset of understanding that this is like I need, I need to train. I need to understand what I'm doing. I need to be better than the other person. And if that means that I need to go in there screaming Haji or screaming Nazi or whatever, go scream yeah. it. 
Dude, let's see your war cries. You know, like when, when a bunch of like Americans like paint their faces like you know uh, in, indigenous Indians and, and shave their mohawks. You know, like nowadays people be like, "Oh my god, that's so culturally offensive, dude." What do you mean? Because you want to dress like the fucking winners, dude? You want to dress like like you're a real savage? Like, I mean, that's how you won war. Like Swamp Fox, he was a savage, dude. Guy was a savage. Why they made the movie The Patriot? Historically accurate movie, actually. Hundred percent accurate. Huh. Chris Kyle, sniper, yeah, Punisher skulls, and you know, Grim Reapers on Delta's uniforms and things like that. Crusader crosses, all the things, man. It's it's what helps build morale. It's what builds morale, baby. But anyway, um, it looks like this is America's war. You know, we we fought them. We were like, you know, we're not going to send, uh, you know, any ammo and stuff like that over there. We're, you know, up to like sending, you know, anti-aircraft rockets. And then we're like, we're not sending tanks. No. Not sending you any tanks off the table. We're sending them fucking tanks. We sent them last week. Now they want F-16s. You want us just to win the war for you, homies? You want us just to come over there and do it? Because that's what that's what that's what the Democrats want. That's what Joe Biden wants to do. That's what everybody wants to do. Join the war. Let's just join the war. Fuck it, dude. We know it's annihilation. We know Russia can't lose this war. They already said they can't lose it. They would rather see a nuclear world than a world without Russia. You just want to keep poking that bear? I get it. You can't give up Ukraine, right? Strategically, it would be a nightmare. But listen, you gave up Afghanistan, which Afghanistan is the highway to everywhere. Pakistan, Iran, Iraq, you know, like it is a great, Bagram Airfield was one of the most strategic and most defensive positions in the world. Period. Just let it go. It's like Hawaii was for a long time back in the four. I mean, it's Hawaii still is because it's a strategic launching point for the Pacific, but the amount of assets and resources and materials and what we had on the ground there to just walk away. Yeah. Yeah. And then a couple months later we get rid of, we, we trade the merchant of death and there's rumors that he is trying to bargain deals between Taliban and Russia with all of that equipment that we left over there. Which is what he does, right? <laughs> I guess what you do. He is yeah. the merchant of death. So yeah. he, he's no longer in prison. So now he can go do the merchant of death thing. Right. It's like when you let a murderer out of prison and you're shocked that he committed another murder. It's always. Or 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 a pedophile. You let them out of the prison. Same thing. They reoffend. Yeah. Uh, what else we it's, got in the news, man? Besides, besides us uh, lobbying for tank, for uh, for F-16 fighter jets. One, I mean, or F-14s, whatever it is. You think we give them those jets? And how long? What's your over under? I say two weeks. They have those jets. I, I would say by the end of the year, where it will probably have our boots on ground and to be more official. You would. I mean, now. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say probably the spring offensive they'll use um, as the calling card to get troops on. I mean, they wouldn't be sending troops into Romania and Poland now <laughs> if they didn't have any, amb- uh, you know, any ambition in sending them to uh to ukraine you know i i think they'll use the spring offensive as they're oh they're getting wiped off the map by russia so we're going to drop them down i think they're getting them in place now for that spring offensive so i but i'd say two weeks you uh, you know maybe i i don't know honestly i think two weeks they start negotiating getting those jets over there they're going to be re- they're going to be up and ready to go by march april if they're if they're not already talking about it, because you got to think the other thing too that Biden just announced the other day was they're going to end the COVID stuff in April. The time, like, COVID you stuff look at, hasn't ended. 
well, he's going to end the the, the lockdowns and the, it, it's, he's going to declare it over at the end of April or beginning of May. It what was lockdowns? Just, we don't have any lockdowns. The masks and all the mandates and all the other stuff that he's going to get rid of. It's going to go all the way. I thought it was already gone. Next, no. There's, uh, there were some places. I went to my doctor's appointment on Monday and they still require a mask. Oh, my God. I haven't worn a mask since fucking June of 2020. So... 2021 whatever that date was there's like there's still people right like but i drove my wife to work this morning on the actually way it's back. more dude i see more people wearing masks now than i probably did during covid and uh i know that it's it's one stereotype too um it's a lot of black people why is that why is that a thing why is the african-american race the only ones i see wearing masks right now is there like a is the virus worse for black people right now or what's what's going on with that do you know that i don't i don't know unless it's political stuff they're pushing to a, a population a specific population that i have no clue it's on. strange and i went to target the other day there was like you know and I, I even pointed out to my wife i was like dude every single there's not one there's not very many black people in target in the area um you know so that they you know uh, anybody of color was going to stand out um but all of them were wearing masks and i noticed that at the uh, the mexican grocery store because my wife and i are, are peasants and we shop uh where we could find the cheapest food possible um they are as well all the hispanics and uh they're all wearing the masks too so i didn't know if it's like a persons of color thing uh or maybe it hits them harder or hits them different but it's definitely around here it's definitely a thing maybe it's uh within the culture within the community that they're yeah. part of right yeah it might uh, be just like maybe like a cool thing to do in the like culture their their group their group they're that's what they're going to do they're going to just keep following and keep wearing them not me dude minute i can do what the government tells me not to do doing it baby i'm doing it hard um what else we got in the news today Aside from uh, Joe Biden releasing all the COVID stuff. That's interesting. I did not know that. I did not know that he was going to get rid of all that stuff. Yeah, he's uh, – they, they announced something about the 14 – here, let me try to pull it up while we're talking about it. It's, uh, four, the next Over the next 14 weeks uh, – Wow. That he's going to slow. So does that mean like the next the next pandemic's coming out? <laughs> roll out. Uh, You're going to roll out the 2023 version? As of May 11th, COVID, COVID emergencies will end. The Biden administration will end the COVID-19 national public health emergencies on May 11th, the White House said on Monday. Mm, very interesting. We need to put that up on the online. James Russell in the chats uh, says, I don't think we'll send the jets. The learning curve on flying is better than the learning curve on firing a Patriot missile. I'd uh, be probably right. I mean, but they already have pilots. You know what I mean? I don't know. Have you ever heard of a thing called DCS? What is that? It's Defense Combat Simulator. I spent yeah. a lot of time on my computer and they, what it is, it's basically flight simulator, but way better. And it's all combat stuff. So it's all military aircraft. Wow. And it's all study level versions of it. So all the switches, everything in there actually works. Whoa. So you, so you think you can learn an airline pilot or, or learn a, to fly an airline by learning to fly a prop plane for 9-11, you can get on a computer and teach yourself how to learn an F-16 or F-18. Like you can, the learning curve is not very, like you got to turn the internet off first if you want to get rid of the learning curve. They can, I've taught, I feel very comfortable that if I was ever in a situation where someone says, is it going to fly the plane? 
I have enough knowledge that oh, you think so? With their... You think so? Mm-hmm. Think you can fly that I, bad boy? I think I could fly it and land it. I don't know about acquiring targets and all that stuff because I've not gone that far into the combat stuff. I'd more fly like the commercial stuff. But if it's a commercial airliner, for sure, I Boeing for sure. I feel very comfortable that I could land Dang, the plane. That's crazy. Just from just from fucking around on the internet. Uh, I, I did a little flight training when I was in Hawaii, not too much because it was too expensive, but like the knowledge and the theories and the thought process gets, it's, it's the same applied across all aircraft. Hmm. It's, and I mean, it's a little bit different with helicopters, but it's the same principle. So it's, I hope we never have to figure that out if that's true or not. Like, I hope I'm never on a plane with you and somebody has a heart attack and you're like, wait, I got this. I'm like, yeah, I don't, he's got it. Don't worry. I uh, played a simulator once. I've got this. But you know what? That one dude that freaking killed himself, that's that's how he learned to fly. Yep. The I one mean, in that uh, orbit. Yeah. Yep. And then yeah. there, there's there been a couple times that, that people have had to take over the plane. Uh, there was one in Florida recently, actually, where their pilot, I don't know if he died or had a heart attack, was incapacitated. Oh, was that the one they were was, blaming on COVID shots? I don't know. that. I don't know. the flight. It was a flight instructor and a student, and the flight instructor went unconscious and the student had to land a plane being talked down with air traffic control, but they landed it. Yeah. I mean, I heard there was like a big like debate thing going on right now with, with pilots who've had the vaccine and stuff and having heart problems, things like that. There's uh, Corinne Tatum this morning on her Instagram was talking about uh, the myocarditis and they're possibly trying to give out other shots now to try to combat it, but they're not really saying that that's what it is. But if you look at right. all the mysterious heart attack deaths. Oh, it's crazy. Are- I mean, it's it's uncanny at this point, dude. It's uncanny at this point. Like, you, you can't even, it's like not even up for debate. And I love the people that try to debate it. I'm like, no, dude, no, 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 no. You do this with like police violence too, right? Like, you, you know, you can't have it both ways. You can't say that like all cops are bad um, just because like four or five cops fuck up. Um, just like you can't say that, you know, and then, and then go and say that like, cause four or five very famous people have strokes and heart attacks on the fucking field of play in front of thousands of eyes that that vaccine's terrible across the board. Cause, cause the other question is how many of them had, what is this a reaction to the vaccine? Is this reaction to the booster or is this just a, a, a byproduct of COVID itself? Because it's so new. We know so little about it. We don't know long-term effects because we don't, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I go back to that, that Joe Rogan episode, uh, which I think is the best Joe Rogan episode ever made. And that was the one with uh, Dr. McCullough. Um, and with Dr. Dr. Malone was a little bit more boring, but they both said basically the same things. Um, my wife liked the Malone episode better than the McCullough one. I like the McCullough one better. But I mean, it spells it all out. Like, this is what this is how it's going to affect the heart going on in the future. And they said this, you know, a, a year, almost you know, a year and a half ago. You know, they called that. They said that, like, look, highly athletic people, this this vaccine has a tendency uh, to follow the path of least resistance. And so uh, typically the heart is not the path of least resistance unless you're super active and you've you've you know, you've got your heart rate way up. Then it can it can find its way to your heart. And when that happens, you know, you're going to have issues. And that's why they said anybody under the age of 55 probably wouldn't do it. And if you're really healthy at 55, probably wouldn't do it. But. 99% safe if you're 55 or older, you know? And then he said, would you give it to a 26 year old? He said, no. He said, what about a 26 year old who's really unhealthy? He's like, still probably not. You know, then I you mean, combine with all the stuff that's come out with project Veritas with Pfizer in the last couple of days. Jeez, dude, how are we not like, how is this not a thing? Uh, that is crazy that they were, 
you know, they're looking at mutating the virus so that they can mutate the, the, the vaccine. You know, it's just, God, man. You, you cause the problem and you sell the solution. Exactly, dude. It's so bad. It's, this is all so bad and I hate it. And, and they're, they're trying to distance. But I love it that we can talk about it now without getting defund, like uh, demonetized. demonetized. I love that. I love that. The, I love the, that we can talk guy, about it and not have to worry. The guy that they got on tape, the uh, Pfizer's keeps, oh, he's never worked here. He's never done, but they have the work records. Yeah. They're trying to say that he's, he's not an, an authoritative person. Well, they have six papers that he's co-authored and published like he's not a nobody right he he he, he's talking from where he has experience and yeah it sounds like this was just a big experiment to me yeah oh i think so too i mean i I, that's why between that and the money grab yeah i think it's a money grab and money grab and an experiment i mean i think there's a lot of bigger things at play but i'm gonna be careful there because uh now i'm gonna sound like a conspiracy theorist it's it's one like because the cia themselves came up with the term conspiracy theory back way back when with jfk that was yeah so so in the last which by the way conspiracy theory was like super pro democrat term like all the democrats were the ones that said like like they're the ones that thought that jfk was a conspiracy and they were right so but now the republicans are trying to use conspiracy theory all of a sudden conspiracy theory is a negative term i love it love how it flops flips like that but well, I mean, it's the same thing. The Republicans were shitting on the the Democrats. I mean, like, oh, it's not a conspiracy. It's just a conspiracy theory. It's like, the point is, is that anybody that's questioning things should never be bastardized. Or uh, I was taught always ask questions. I know I, that's what I'm saying. It's question, like my whole life, question, dude. Like I question everybody. I've questioned Trump a thousand times, and even the Trump supporters have called me a left wing nut when I've when I've questioned some of the bullshit that he's come up with. For those of you who just buy into Trump hook, line, and sinker and think he's the world's greatest gift, I mean, you're just as dumb as, as all these other folks out here who, uh, you know, who think that, uh, you know, the, the biotech isn't taking advantage of people. So, you know, you can't be helped at this point. If you're not questioning the authority, I, you know, can't help you. you know, I remember. If you want to be a slave, in, yeah, go ahead, be a slave. Back I'm in the active law enforcement days, I'd ask my, my bosses for a helicopter all the time. And they'd be like, why are you asking that? I'm like, you know, we're not going to get a helicopter. I'm like, but if I don't ask it, I for sure know we're not getting a helicopter. But yeah. if I ask it, you can say yes, or you can say no. So yeah. ask, ask questions. And if people are spouting off the mouth like us, question us, do your own research. Don't, don't rely on podcast for information. <laughs> we're at best high school graduates yeah, well maybe maybe drew 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 is a little bit smarter yeah and yeah. andrea is pretty smart uh, and uh, eh. uh, but she does true crime pretty good she does all right I'm a big fan of drew, andrea and then john can't forget john he's all right too but you're the smartest one no you and no. drew those are smart no um bizarre valentine's day gifts that well woo the weirdo in your life this is uh coming from um huff post and they come up with some some valentine's day gifts now i'm gonna come up with what they had to say next week i'm gonna come up with what first responders have to say so i'm gonna do like a little poll on our instagrammies of what first responders want for Valentine's Day. If they could have anything they want. But this is what civilians want for Valentine's Day, according to the Huff Post. Uh, 
This one's funny to me. Now let me know what you think. A bouquet of roses sandwich board. Um, you could give them a bouquet of roses, or you could just turn yourself into a bouquet by wearing a sandwich board. I don't know that that would be for everybody. I don't even know what a sandwich board is. Oh, I don't, like a billboard I, type deal. Oh, I was thinking it was a board with a bunch of different sandwiches. On now, it. that would be cool. That would be cool. Like some Cubanitos, um, BLTs. I'd take a fucking sandwich, like a real sandwich, like a board of sandwiches. Now, that would be a cool gift. Number two thing they say that is awesome that people want right now is underwear with QR code that links to a sexy playlist. I don't want phones near my genitalia. I don't even like having my phone in my pocket because I feel like it's putting off some kind of vibes into my dick. They're already after my testosterone. Why? Like, I don't want five G's like pulsating on my penis. Cure. Just send this. Just send this playlist. Yeah, What's it's like, why does she have her phone out or why? Because the picture is some dude that's got a, just got a dad bod, which is really funny. Um, and he's wearing a little uh, ball hammock and it's got a QR code on it with a woman's hand uh, with her phone out over the penis part. I don't, I don't want, I don't want a QR code underwear. For, yeah, that's that's that. Just give me Manscaped. Give me a freaking subscription to Manscaped. Give me the Manscaped 4.0 package. And that's what code. I want. I don't fucking need a Q. Yeah, give me a QR code to the promo code Wolfpack on Manscaped. That's what I want. Um. Oh, this one's funny. This one's funny. I like this one a lot. A Titanic door raft. So the door from the movie Titanic, you can <laughs> get that in a pool raft. <laughs> that that would be pretty good dude i that might be what i get actually for for valentine's day for my wife that's you better send that to me because i might have to do the same that that's that's that's, that's, that sounds pretty good now here's one it's a naughty cupid costume uh it's a pair of red very short booty shorts for a man with a heart and wings over the penis with a pair of red leather suspenders and cupid wings now if you are a calvin klein underwear model this looks cool um i am going to be honest with you right now and i don't see drew breezy in this i don't see jonathan bates in this at all matter of fact uh, dressing up stuff this is pretty gross um a combined razor and vibrator that sounds super fucking dangerous so what they have here is a vibrator with a detachable razor head. You're going to make sure that you're super sober before you use this because you don't want to go at that, uh, that sensitive G monster uh, without forgetting to take the razor head off. But this is a razor vibrator combo that's cutting edge by Hyfria at Hyfria.com, H-I-F-R-E-Y-A.com. And this woman who looks like she's never gotten dick in her whole life is holding up this contraption very proudly. And I guess if you're, if you're that, if that, if you're, you know, <laughs> this is where you're at in life, you're not getting dick. Not with that chin, honey. Um, so go ahead, take a razor to your pussy. I, you do you boo. Alexi Luna sex doll. Now, if you've got a significant other that's buying you the Lexi Luna sex doll, keep her for life. Would your, would your uh, wife buy you a Lexi Luna sex doll? 
I have no clue what Lexi that is. Luna is a, is a porn star. And this is a real life Lexi Luna sex doll. See, I don't like, I can, like, if I see another woman that looks good, I can appreciate that it Dude, looks good, but I don't, I don't, thing. I don't have the same, like, Dude, I don't look at other women like, like I look at my wife. This thing's a 3D body scan, life size. Like, is it the same weight? It looks like it could be the same weight. This thing looks fucking eerily weird. Weird. I'm going to hit the order now button. You know what uh, this reminds me of? You could see. take it and put it in the front seat of your car and use yes. it for the carpool lanes. Oh my God, dude. This thing is five foot seven. It weighs 117 pounds. It has E cup breast, 40 inch hips, 30 inch waist, and a 37 inch bust. Um, whoa, dude. It's got to be thousands thing, of dollars. Oh, it's got to be. Oh, how do I find it? And then um, ship it. How do you get that in shipping? How, imagine the UPS guy just bringing a life-size coffin to your door and going, hey, can you sign for this? Wow. Dude, <laughs> if you got a wife, does anybody in the, the have a wife that would do this? Um, Lexi Luna sex doll. Uh, if you've got a wife that would buy you a sex doll. Okay, so 2000 it looks like it starts at about $2,000. Only. $2,000. Um, and it's free delivery by February 17th. So you have the option to buy a carton of eggs or this, this sex doll. That's, that's what you're getting now. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> the price can go up. I mean, here's a $2,300 one, but it comes with an upgraded uh, outfit. And you can buy the outfits for these things. Imagine. I, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I, I don't, I just think differently. I, I just, I don't get that. I mean, I guess it's kind of like necrophilia or something, maybe. I, I, I don't, I don't get how you buy that for your spouse either. Like, right. Instead of having, maybe you're buying it. Maybe you're buying it for yourself. Maybe you're buying it for, you know what I mean? Like maybe it's that lonely guy out there. That's like, you know, I'm gonna treat myself this Valentine's day. Fuck everybody else, dude. Um, fuck everybody, but me, I'm gonna get me a Lexi Luna doll. Give me a Lexi Luna doll, dude. She I'm, dating porn star. I'm dating a porn star. What do you, what do you got? You got a she nagging wife. Back. Awesome. I got a fucking porn star that don't, that doesn't talk. You never Who's wrong. winning. I'm spending $1,200 for a lifetime with Lexi Luna. You spend $1,200 a month on, on, you know, candles. So who's winning in this scenario? It might, it, it might be, that's the new, the new, uh, that's how you save money. You spend money on that instead of having a, a spouse. This is the future, and man. It doesn't come with any kids. Future. You know no what I mean? Kids, no kids, no. But the problem is you won't get the tax exemption. Here's one I don't get. Here's here's one that I don't get. Um, a cum face dual pump action penis game. It's a game where you roll a dice and you have to pump the penis. Um, and whenever it comes, uh, you're the loser. It's not exactly a family game night material. So do you buy that for your wife? Hey, honey, have a come face dual pump action penis game. We can both play it together. So what it is is it's two dicks um, on a like on a base. And you put your face over one dick and she puts her face over the other one and you jerk this thing off on the dice roll. And whatever one busts a load first, you know, loses or wins. I, I, don't, I don't know who's the winner and who's the loser there. I guess it's how good is the cream and, you know, what, what does the cum taste like? 
I wonder if it's realistic. You can get it at goodvibes.com. But like, I mean, I guess, is this a game for lesbians? But then if you're, you know, wanting to pump penises in each other's faces, then maybe you're not really all that lesbian. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't, hey, let's, let's get the, the cum face game out. Like, I, I, I just don't get it. Maybe for bachelorette get, party, that would be a great gift. That, that would be a good thing for that. Is, is romance dead? Take her to Chili's and to see a movie, man. Seal the deal in the backseat of the car. Make her dinner. Make her dinner. There you go. How about this? A penis-shaped charcuterie board. Who's getting their significant other a penis-shaped charcuterie board? Here, honey, I know my dick's small and tastes like shit, but here's a huge dick with all the salamis and pepperonis and all the charcuterie one could ever want. It's literally a huge penis-shaped charcuterie. Like, who is this a Valentine's Day for? Bachelorette party again? I, I guess. Like, I guess maybe your gay lover wants a like a big penis board. But How, again, I mean, it's like is it? Is it a, is I'm it giving my wife. Like, I'm giving my significant other my dick for Valentine's Day. I don't need a dick shaped anything, unless it's a my shaped dick. This is weird. Well, society's in a weird spot right now. Why are we giving each other dick stuff for Valentine's Day? They're trying to make everything sexualized, normalized. Now here you go. Here's a good one. Here's one that I can get behind. Bud Light gift set comes with a six pack of Bud and a Budweiser pitcher, glass pitcher full of roses. They fucking go, dude. Give me that. Not Bud Light either. Like, give me a Budweiser, good old American shit beer, Valentine's Day gift. I'm all in. That I can get behind. See, I don't. I don't drink. So, oh, uh, here's I, another I one. I can get behind the roses, drink. though. Yeah, yeah, I don't I drink. Mean, well, you know, but she, well, she doesn't, she does. uses it. She cooks with it. Hey, would you, all right, let me ask you this. If your wife was like, let me get you the penis, the penis cum face game or a sixer of Budweiser, which one are you taking? Oh, we're getting a sixer. Of Budweiser. We're getting a sixer of Bud baby. How about this one? Porn film scripts autographed by adult stars. Again, who is buying this for their significant other? Well, I'll ask the question. They have scripts. For porn, I guess I, I I don't know what you're scripting. Take clothes off, have sex. Oh my! Uh, oh step brother, I'm stuck in the dryer again. I'm coming, stepsister. <laughs> I mean, I'm coming How to help you. Script? I mean, is it, is it two page? Is it like a posted card with like four lines on it? Uh, dude, I don't know, I but can't. I mean, again, but who's getting these gifts? <laughs> like, did your significant other buy you a, a script autographed by your favorite porn star? I mean, again, uh, I guess if this is your significant, maybe Megan Hall's husband's getting this for. Maybe these are like what Megan Hall's getting her husband for fucking for Valentine's Day. Like, I would be happy with an autographed version of I Am Pitts versus an autographed version of a porn star. Or, uh, or I Am Pitts is a porn star. Well, maybe I can get his autograph then. <laughs> And then I can give it to my wife for Valentine's Day, and I life hacked. Okay, here's another one. Um, underwear that shows teddy bears humping. I'm not sure. I mean, that's just funny. Sexy, sexy Cupid costume for her. Just looks like a slutty. Just looks like a slutty, um, slutty Cupid there. Uh, cream-filled beavers. Cream-filled filled beaver chocolates. So it's a chocolate. Looks like a beaver. Uh, like a, like an animal beaver with cream in it. Um, a vibrating love hammer. We've all seen that. That's what, uh, that's what, um, 
Nancy Pelosi's husband was playing with a vibrating love hammer, uh, a pussy pop. Now here's a picture of a woman wearing a hat that looks like a disgusting vagina. It doesn't even look like a pretty vagina. looks like a gaping vagina that just got fisted. Um, uh, and it's got a lolly sh- lollipop shaped in the, in the shape of a pussy. Uh, again, I mean, does your wife want some pussy shaped uh, lollipops for Valentine's day? Again, who are these gifts for? Even if you're a lesbian, like, hey, honey, do you want a fucking pussy pop? I mean, I would think like going to dinner, getting flowers, maybe getting her to dress, something nice, taking her, send her to a spa. Like Those are things that I would think, but. Yeah, bottle of champagne, babe. Bottle of champs. <laughs> Get a bottle of champs for fuck Valentine's Day. Cold a day. Some champs and some dark chocolate. End of story. You don't need anything else. You don't need the fucking flowers. You don't need the jewelry. You don't need the bullshit. Get a nice thirty-plus dollar bottle of champs. Um, you know, maybe a blue chew. Get a blue chew. Get a that's fucking five dollars shipping. Get you four blue chews for Valentine's Day. Bring in a rocker world. Give her freaking four O's to your, you know, to your two for Valentine's Day instead of you giving her, uh, you know, two of your own orgasms before she gets her first. Get some blue chew, and that way she can have her fun for the night. You look like a rock star. Um, use promo code Wolfpack on the old blue chews, by the way. Uh, prostate massager that comes with matching shirt cuffs. Again, who's this for? I guess this one's for the gays. Uh, cause the gays want to look nice while they're getting their, their B-hole fucking massaged. So a gold plated $2,500, uh, prostate massagers that comes with, um, that comes with shirt cuffs and matching butt plug. What the fuck? Like, I did. Did we just? Oh, I guess we are doing it for the gays. Because here we have uh, X Men making out fleece blanket. Um, when when, when a grenade shaped male vibrator. I I don't get it. It's it's a grenade. It's a hollowed out grenade that goes over a man's penis. I mean, are you that fucking? jacked up on war that you want a grenade on your penis all right i'm done with this this is too much none of these are good gifts um reminds me of that that song the apple pin you just take two things and put it together and now it's a thing uh this is none of this is great um a fertility fertility applicator alien sex toys on the list harp shaped splash pool extra finger dildo uh rose bottle bong so it looks like a champagne bottle, but it's a bong. Yeah, this fucking world's going to hell in a hat basket real quick, buddy. All right, let's go on to the next story really quick. Jump around here. Right. Bring back the Dodo. And am, am, ambitious plan draws investors and critics. They're not really anywhere close to bringing back the Dodo or the Willie Mammoth. But the point is, is that they have investors that are investing in a company that comes from the Washington Alternative Press. Um, uh, there's a company working with technologies to bring back extinct species. I guess we haven't seen. I guess we haven't seen enough of Jurassic Parks. Kind of see how that ends. I'm trying to think of what what was the name of the company, the engine. So is Engine one of the big sponsors of this? Well, I mean, whatever the one is in the newest Jurassic Park sounds very familiar to biotech. Yeah, uh, you know, like, it's like we we have four, five, or six movies now explaining why this is not a good idea. Yeah, I, I'm not for it, dude. I just let the let the dead be dead. Because they're extinct for a reason. 
Well, because you know what they're going with it. They're going. They're starting with that, and then they'll go. Well, we want to reanimate humans. Oh shit! I didn't even think of that. Because I mean, because you don't start with, heavy, with anything, but because remember heavy. back in the day they wanted to like cloning. Remember cloning back in the yeah. day that was a big thing. Yeah. And the thought was that they could clone organs and things and use right. them for people that are yeah. sick or need organ transplant. They would make an infinite infinite loop we'd have no matter what we needed we could just clone it and it would come out hmm. wow can't, interesting can't we, be, can't we just be humans and live and have fun and die and not have it'd be cool to bring back like murderers though you know they then their, their crime didn't get solved in their timeline but with D, new dna you could bring them back and then make them serve their life sentence that would be something I could get behind. That would be fucking cool. That would be cool. Because that, that would be something I would for sure get behind. Or, or victims of crimes. You could, there, there's a, there's a big ethical question there, but let's say you were killed by a drunk driver. Mm -hmm. could, and they could, mm -hmm. could they bring your body? Is your, is your body too gone that they couldn't bring it back? Or they have to reanimate it and bring it back? Or do they take some of your DNA and create a new you? Mm-hmm. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I guess it's where do you draw the line though. You know, I don't know. Kid I mean, runs out in front of a train. You can bring him back to survival of the well, fittest baby. Five. Well, cause it, it I, everything, I, everybody's going to turn about the money. Cause you got, how are they going to monetize that? Yeah. Cause you, if you put like, let's say Pfizer invested in that, you know what they're going to do. They're going to try to monetize it so they can create a problem to create the solution. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. It's creepy stuff though. I'm not for it. I'm not for I like science. I don't like science when it comes to dabbling with God stuff. I don't want to play God. Like it's creepy. They're like the the medical advances that they've made, especially with like my like my nerve condition. Like if if I had my nerve nerve condition ten or even fifteen years ago, I wouldn't have the ability to get some of the relief that I have because the technology right. wasn't there. Yeah. So like we've advanced stuff so much, but at the same time, you've got like, uh, I don't know if you looked at it. Um, no, Mr. Beast, have you heard of him? Yeah. yeah. So he cured a bunch of people who was blind or he paid for a bunch of people to have treatment to get their or blindness cured right. or treatment for their Should eyes. Should have sent that money to Ukraine. That's why I saw the Babylon Bee post. <laughs> well, he's getting a bunch of crap for it and the people are giving him crap for it. Maybe they need to give the crap to the people that are holding the keys to this. If you have the ability to help people, but you're putting it behind a paywall, right what's the ethical what's the ethical question there right yeah no 100 almost as uh ethical as the new barbie doll that's coming out this year scoliosis barbie it's not a joke um it's pretty cool though i kind of like it dude i knew a girl had scoliosis growing up and she always had to explain the little brace on her back she was pretty she was a pretty girl um but i don't think anybody bullied her or anything nobody fucked with her you know so i, I you know i don't know about this whole kids getting bullied for having scoliosis. I mean, maybe if you have scoliosis and you're an asshole, you know, but you know, like I said, I had a friend, she had scoliosis and uh, nobody really fucked with her. Um, like not really that I'm like in, in some special protected class or anything like that, but like my legs, I still have my leg. It's not amputated, but when I like was shit. playing, yeah, it, it looks, you should probably just take it, but nobody wants to, but I was playing, uh, some racing game and you had to create your avatar and the ability to create your avatar, I could create one with a prosthetic leg, Oh, which, which 
like I played, I'm a big video game guy. I play video games all the time, but like, it's kind of like, it didn't make me change the, like, I don't, I still have the game. I returned it. So <laughs> that wasn't a decision-making process of keeping the game or not, but like, it, it was kind of cool though, to, to look at it and go, it's kind of me. It's, but it like, so something like people with disabilities or people with, you know, issues, it's kind of neat to have some representation. Yeah. So scoliosis Barbie is the little sister of Chelsea or it's Barbie's little sister, Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. Yeah. Chelsea, not Chelsea. Uh, we'll see a new edition that features curvature of the spine and a removable back brace aimed at normalizing. Cause it's not normal to have that equipment. Like, I, I don't know. Again, like I, I don't, I don't know that it's a bullying. I mean, maybe, maybe there is a need and that's why they made it. I, I mean, I don't care. I think it's cool though. Like, I mean, Cause it is fun to have different toys with different things, right? Like, you know, I think, you know, if one of my GI Joes was missing an arm and had a prosthetic fucking arm, I think they did back then. They called them terminators, but, um, you know, I think it's cool. And they're also making some plus size Barbies. Um, but you know, I don't know if we should be celebrating that, but, uh, see, that's where I like scoliosis is a medical condition that is, you can't control obesity. Right. Like there's some, conditions that are out of your control. There's a uh, Ralphie May, he's a big comedian. He passed away some years ago, but he was, he was a large man, but his was from a car accident and he had medical complications. So there's medical complications come with the BC and then there's just people that are just obese. Right. Right. Um, and diets are hard, man. They weren't meant to be easy, but, uh, I've done one of the, life's, like, yeah. Um, life's hard. Last story. Last story to wrap it all up. Alabama gas station worker makes a gruesome discovery in the parking lot. This is coming from Fox News, actually. A severed human penis was discovered in Alabama gas station parking lot. It is believed to have belonged to a motorcyclist who died in a traffic accident early on Monday, authorities said. The fatal accident happened around 6 a.m. Monday in the eastbound lands of I-10 between I-65 and Dauphin uh, Island, Dauphin Island. Parkway near Mobile, the Mobile Police Department confirmed to Fox News Digital. The deceased was riding a motorcycle and lost control and fell off. Police spokesman said, unfortunately, multiple vehicles struck him. The appendage located at the gas station is not related to a murder or an assault, the spokesperson said. Police said the victim, who they identified as 29-year-old Christopher Means, was found in the middle lane of eastbound I-10. Respondent officers pronounced him dead at the scene. Police said only one vehicle remained at the scene and that officers are searching for the drivers of the other vehicles. At some point, gas station worker reportedly discovered the human sex organ in the parking lot near Navco Road and McVeigh Drive. While police did not detail how the appendage arrived at the gas station, local reports say the surveillance video appeared to show it fall from a truck that had stopped to get fuel. So maybe he's one of the trucks that hit him. Well, you know, if it's happened at night, so, you know, like I said, I've told this story before, but we had the one chick that committed suicide by getting up in her sleeping bag and crawling out onto the highway and just letting cars run them over. And it wasn't until the morning that somebody said, I think I hit a human being last night because I've got some like blood and shit all over my car. We found her vagina with a tampon still in it about two miles away from where the sleeping bag was. So, you know, they do get ran over and they do get, you know, drug mutilated, uh, mutilated and drug down the street. So, you know, if he had already wrecked on his motorcycle and flipped out into traffic, um, you know, when there's a car wreck and you're driving 70 miles an hour, you might not know that you hit a person. Meaning that 
there's a there's an accident that happens way up ahead it's nighttime so all you see is that there's a car that hits something and you're coming through and you hit some debris i mean you may not know that that debris was a human being not at night especially if he's already chunked up into pieces because it's it could be trash but you know you think you hit a trash bag or a cat could or be something a trash like that. bag could be all sorts of shit um so i, I you know the news doesn't really do a good job. I've only seen this. Um, you know, I've also seen somebody hit a, um, I've also seen somebody hit a fence and their head went about 50 feet uh, from the body. Uh, I've seen another guy hit a pole and his arm, you know, went out into into the roadway. And I don't remember anybody hitting the ro- arm while it was out in the roadway. And that guy died. But, um, but I mean, somebody I could have hit it. You know, they could have hit it going around the turn. I, they didn't, but I mean, it could have happened. You know, and if it's at nighttime, there's no way you're going to know that you, you flumped over an arm, you know? I remember, cause I was on my a good friend of mine lived in Sterling, Kansas, or he still lives there when I was at Fort Riley and I was on my way down there at night. I left on a Friday after I was going to go down and spend the weekend, but on the way down 70 runs through Kansas and there's nothing that they're like, it's, there's nothing. Once you get past Topeka, there's nothing until you get to Colorado. So driving on the interstate, we're on 75, 75. So we're doing like 85, 90. And we're still getting passed by other cars, but you know this is 20 years ago. And a semi truck was in the right lane, and you could see the headlights of the semi truck ahead of you. And I'm I'm like behind the trailer a little bit, but you could I'm far or close enough that I could see the the illumination on the road. Then all of a sudden, there's no lights whatsoever, brake lights on the truck, and all of a sudden, my car gets splattered with stuff. Oh, he hit a deer going 75 with a semi truck. Yeah. Missed. There was nothing of like you didn't like you could put pieces together and kind of all oh, this was an animal, right. but there was nothing that you could recognize if it was a person. So if you get hit by a car and run over it, I could I could see appendages. Yeah, especially you know I mean these motorcycles these days. I mean these guys might get flung fifty to hundred feet off you know down the road. Um, and they're gonna roll on their own before they even get hit. Yeah, and if you're like if you're chicken necking the the accident, you know your head's facing the accident, the car, you might not even see that body. Just, uh, like, like and I don't know about I don't know about you, but I've only worked two accidents with motorcycles that weren't fatal. Every other motorcycle I've act, I've ever been to was a fatal. I've been to a lot of fatal motorcycle accidents. Um, like, gruesome too. I did It wouldn't. I didn't think about it until like one day. I was like, I was at the accident, and the person was. I was like, this is this is weird. I've never, I haven't worked it where they, they stay alive. Right. And there was two of them. And I, they, they stick out like a sore thumb because all the other ones were, they were fatal. So yeah. you just kind of yeah. get in that. All right. Well, so could I'm you imagine just being like a, a grocery store clerk? And so like, I guess maybe that this semi truck had driven this penis around for a hot minute, but you know, just like a little hip and torso with a dick just laying in your parking lot. <laughs> you got to look at it and go, what is that? Oh my gosh, dude. Is that fake? Is that real? Is that a, is that a lacy, lacy doll or what? Is it something that came off for a Valentine's gift? Yeah. I mean, wow, dude. Yikes. Gross. Uh, I, imagine being no, a dude I, that's got to scoop that up. Imagine putting that in your evidence form. Yeah. Write yeah. in a description of that on your evidence custody report. I wonder where his head's at. Get it? <laughs> this guy's uh, a real uh, dickhead. Uh, 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 <laughs> This guy was really headstrong. <laughs> trying to get ahead uh, in life. Yeah, dude. Uh, crazy stuff, man. Well, you know, that's all I got for crazy news. Um, news around the globe. I'm really going to keep an eye on this whole Ukraine thing. Like I said, my, my Tancer Thomas prediction, two weeks, 
I think you'll start seeing those jets start making their way over there because this is America's war, baby. We we're all in it. The Democrats are just playing, um, playing their little hand to to all the other little liberals around the world, um, which I don't think they have to. I think every liberal wants this war, Democrats, and which proves to me that you're not anti-war, baby. You're just anti-American war. Um, but this is an American war. This is a big government American war that America started. Um, and if you don't think that that's true, you know, and, and you did believe that 9-11 was an inside job, I do. There's just nothing. I can lead a horse to the water, but I can't make you drink, homies. Um, but this is definitely 100% America's war. And I think by spring, you'll see these ground troops making their way, uh, you know, between spring and summer into Ukraine. That's my answer Thomas prediction. Man. I've been to war, yeah. kind of see how this shit works. And, uh, well, cause I, remember way back in when we were like, we were what middle or elementary school when we did, uh, the first Gulf war. Yeah. We put like for mo- like it was a couple, several months. So excuse me, they were building up troops and, and assets and yeah. equipment and all that. And, and Kuwait before we did the invasion. Mm-hmm. So we just sent 6,000 troops over where you're sending 31 tanks over. And let's not forget that we already had the, the, um, 101st airborne already in, uh, yep in Poland, you know, yep. like what was that? That was like, what? I, I forgot how many that was. That was the 6,000. And then whatever troops are, cause the other thing is no, the no, United no. Like, States, like five or six months ago, they sent. They oh, sent, I didn't see uh, that. Rem- yeah, you do. You remember it. They sent uh, the air assault divisions over, um, to stand at the, at the Polish line. This was like four or five months ago and everybody was in a hoopla, but I want to say that that was like 1200. That was 101st Airborne. Look that up, Airborne. This is from October of last year. Air Assault. Avoid. So if you're listening at home, we are 4,700 troops from the 101st Airborne Division, Fort Campbell, Kentucky, have deployed to reinforce NATO's eastern flanks. Okay, here we go. June 29th, 2022. 101st Airborne Division arrives in Europe to support NATO... Um, to support NATO allies. Um, this is, they landed in Constantana, Romania. Elements of the 101st Airborne Air Assault began arriving in Mahal Kangalulu Air Base in Romania, June 20th, 2022. They're scheduled to continue arriving during the next several days. Headquarters 101st Airborne Division Air Assault and the 2nd Brigade Combat Team will support U.S. Army's V-Corps mission to reinforce NATO's eastern flank and engage in multinational exercises with partners across the European continent in order to reassure allies and deter further Russian aggression. So like, so we've already forgotten that we've sent a whole bunch. We sent 4,700 soldiers over there in June, and now we're sending an additional how many? 6,000. 6,000. 6, so now you got 12,000. So you see how this is working out? So this is working out. Oh, it's only 4,000 troops. No bitch. It's fucking 12,000 troops. And remember like, so I don't know how your combat rotations went, but when you come back, you go the first, one of the first things you do is you end up going back to the field. I guarantee they're doing, they are living in the field doing field ops right now. They're just doing training. Oh yeah. They, that's they're And they're trying to learn the environment, trying to get acclimated to the, to the terrain and the conditions. And yeah. if, if you don't think we're building up for a war, this is America's war, baby. I got some property in the moon. I'll sell you. <laughs> oh man. Wait, well, hey, this has been another awesome last call of the day. Stay informed, stay in the know, talk about something else this weekend. Other than first responder shit, man, be a good civilian, be a good dad to your kids. You don't got to wear your thin blue line shirt every single day. Sometimes you can just not be a cop. 
um, and people will appreciate you. You can be a cop sometimes, baby. You're a cop all the time. Just sometimes take a day off from it, man. Your kids will appreciate it. Your wife will fucking appreciate it. And, uh, you know, get ready for Valentine's Day. This is a great way to separate yourself from the badge, respark that love so that you don't lose it. Like every fucking first responder out there does, right? Uh, just my wife and I have grown apart. Yeah, it's because you sold yourself to the job everybody knows it. So quit using that as an excuse. Find the love. Choose to be in love with your significant other. Choose to be a good father. Invest as much time in your family as you do in court preparation and evidence um, prep and, and save your marriage because your marriage is going to be forever. Should be forever. This career, this police career is going to be about 20 to 30 years, if that. So, uh, And the career is going to forget you when you're done. Your kids will never forget. Your kids will never forget those 30 years that you you didn't pay any attention to them because you were so focused on your career. Your wife will, will, will never forget it. So do yourself a favor and be a good husband, be a good wife, be a good father to your kids, be a good first responder, well-rounded all the way around. That's what this show is all about. Uh, from myself and dead leg, Josh from dead leg media. This has been another episode of last call of the day until next time, guys guns up. Giddy up.